Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 39, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for today and for all that you've done. I'm grateful you've answered a lot of prayers and the blessings are real. So Father, I'm grateful for the way you've taken care of my children, the way you've watched over me, watched over my work. And I just pray, Father, for you to be the one that we all remember the glory and the blessings come from you. They don't come from anywhere else. So, Father, I thank you. I praise you. And I just pray as we read today, this topic would be, it hits home for me. And I just pray that I would be better, that my heart truly would be filled with you so that I don't have to worry about controlling my tongue and just worrying about not being filled with your spirit and and living correctly. So, Father, I just praise you and I thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I feel like this topic, so in Psalm 39, it starts out about basically David trying to control his tongue. Um, And then he determines that he's not, that he's going to, and he's just not going to say anything. Well, that doesn't work. And then he says something. But really, I've been there. I control, I don't always control what I say. And it breaks my heart because sometimes when I say things, I'm like, dang, is that really what your heart is full of? You know, they say that the eyes are the, are the gateway or the windows to the soul and the tongue is, is the evidence of what your heart is. And when I say things and I am hurtful or I'm crass or whatever it might be, it just makes me very sad because when I sit back and think about it, is that who I am? And that drives me to try to strive to be better. But at the same time, I so often fail. So at times I try to, oh yeah, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm not going to say a thing. And that doesn't work. So much like what David went through. And in reading some Charles Spurgeon, he's like, you know, David should have, instead of just, you know, sitting there getting angry, he really should have said, God, please control me or help me. And, uh, Spurgeon always has good insights and maybe that's something I need to look into. But anyways, with all that said, let's go ahead into verse one of Psalm 39. I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. And see, I do that all the time. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to do this. So then verse two. So I remained utterly silent. Not even saying anything good, but my anguish increased. My heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. And he turned to the right place. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. So, Lord, put this into perspective, please. You you have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about, heaping up wealth, without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. 
Save me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth. For you are the one who has done this. Remove your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and and discipline anyone in their sin, you consume their wealth like a moth. Surely everyone is but a breath. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you as a foreigner or a stranger, as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and am no more. So David is like getting, he's, he's saying things, and then he's like, dang, I'm sinning. God's punishing him. He's having a, you know, he's getting rebuked. And then he's like, how much of my life I'm only going to live for a short period of time, and I'm sitting here being rebuked. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> And I've been there, right? I've been there a lot of times. I sit there and think, you only have so much time for this heart to be bitter and hard. And the result of that is, you know, a life that's troubled, just like David is experiencing. And I sit there and and think about that so often after the fact and wishing I had been quiet or wishing that I had said something edifying, not something that was mean, hurtful, or sinful and disgusting. So I can relate to David very well with this. My heart is often not in the right place when I speak. And that that saddens me. So with that, let's just wrap this up. It's a quick one today. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for making us aware of who we are. And that the reality is, is without you, there's nothing good. That my heart is filled with anger, irritations, scorn. And it shows in the way, the words I use and the tones I use. And Father, only when I'm focused on you can I truly show love, mercy, and kindness. Because those are your attributes. I'm just a sinful guy. So Lord, I lift up this time, I lift up this day to you that my, my mouth... My heart would be soft, that my heart would be full of love for you, appreciation for you, because you've forgiven so much of me, so many sins of mine that are not small, and yet you have forgiven and don't even remember them. How much more so should I then be graceful to others? So, Father, be with me today. Be with all of us today. May our hearts and our minds and our words be edifying, kind, and gentle to to others as a reflection to you. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.